In this episode, I'm joined by the talented but humble Timothy Bright, a rapper, songwriter, producer, and genuine human being. He's got his EP, Psych Out, dropping on the 12th, and is now a founding member of the musical collective Outer Reach. I have to give the caveat that this is our conversation after two hours of talking beforehand, so take that as you will and enjoy. Timothy Bright, Eagle Scout. Yeah, you can't really, I don't know. I don't think I'd be able to get canceled. You can't do it. Hmm. Why not? Because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going like to explain my side of the story, and then if people don't believe it, it's just like, damn, mm. that's tough. Mm. Do you feel like that's a perspective you've always had? Because you were telling me about how you used to deal with the toxicity of just being like, I don't know. I don't care about other people's emotions, but like now you seem to care. Yeah, no, I, I, I care about other people's emotions to an extent. Like if somebody's like, I can't believe you said this. And I, I'll, I'll just be like, yo, I was like 16, 17 when I said that. I'm like a totally different person. Like, mm. like on your old Yeah, no, too. like, cause somebody listened to Ashley and they were like, why did you say all this stuff? And I was like, I recorded that like, and like, December of last year like that is not I don't right. make music like that anymore I just made a flip of it because I thought it was cool mm. so you're saying like that's not reflective of you anymore right and I guess like with your new EP like where do you think you're going with it all like do you think like you told me you you're taking music more seriously but like what does that look like? Is that like more representative of you? Yeah, I think just like putting more like thought and like heart into my lyrics and just like talking about more things that I care about. Like, um, mm. and just being more open because that's something I was like always afraid of doing, just being open in my music. But right, you just something you got to do. Are you ever going to do like a collab collab with? Brockhampton or like with the me- with like a member of Brockhampton like I'm not sure if you can reveal that but like. I don't really know like they've sent me stuff before but I um I don't know it just depends honestly it right depends. yeah because like for people who don't listen to your music or who haven't yet listened to your music like you you had entanglement and then who did the cover for knock knock the cover art Oh, my friend Jonah, he yeah. does all my cover art. So you've had Entanglement, and then you've had a few other beats, and that's it. From Brockhampton. Yeah, I had Entanglement, Turmoil, the one on my EP, and then the one other that I'm never using because it's not good. Who was Turmoil produced by? Um, Ramel. Okay. Have you talked to Jabari? Yeah, um, I've talked to him like one. I've talked to him twice. I was like. Hey, thanks for following me. He's like, you're cool. And I was like, okay, that's awesome. And then another time right. I was like, happy birthday. And then he was like, thank you. Mm. I guess, do you like look to them for guidance at all? No. Or are you just trying to do it all your own way? Um, I'm just figuring it out. Like I, I look and see it. Like, like I've seen where artists do, like, I guess you can see it as guidance, but I look at what other artists do and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that. That's stupid. Like, mm. um, yeah, no, I don't really like, uh, I don't really look to them really for guidance. Like, um, I think I used to, but then after a while, I was just like, eh. So you respond to like all your DMs, mm-hmm. yeah. right? 
Like, at what point do you think that's going to be unfeasible to do? Um, like, how much, how much time out of your day do you spend responding to people? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I assume you're pretty busy. Like, I, I, like, I, I see what you're doing. Well, yeah, I'm always on my phone, like, doing stuff. Like, right. even when I'm making beats. So, like, I can always just, like, just, like, go to the side and just be like, oh, hello. I'm not going to, like, sometimes I, I do not, I'm, I do not respond because I am busy and I have, like, a lot of DMs. Right. But, like, I, I try my best to. And um, I think that's really what matters. But you're never, like, it's not worth my time. Yeah, no, no, no. It's always worth it to talk to somebody new, mm. in my opinion. Everybody who follows you knows that your new EP is coming out on, you know, the 12th of January, uh, Psych Out. But then mm -hmm. you got Out of Reach. Is there anything you're working on, like, outside of that? Like, outside of the, the Timothy Bright typical? Hanging out with my dog. <laughs> skating. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I really just do music and go outside. That's really it. Like, because mm. this is what I want to do. So right. I'm always, like, on it. And, like... Yeah, I play video games sometimes, but like I don't play them too much because if I do, I feel bad about myself and I'll be like, right, you're a piece of shit. You live with your mom and you play video games. And it's like, hey, you're <laughs> not for long, though. Yeah. But it's soon you're like, going to be living by yourself and playing video games. Yeah, no. But like, it's like, you're 18, dog. Like, it's okay. <laughs> like, mm. like, not everybody, like, there's, there's some people that move out like when they're 18 and good for them, but. But right. that's just not you. So you just got to mm. give it time and have patience. Do you think that in any way not going to college was a mistake? Do you ever like, are you ever like, oh, I'm going to regret this? Mm, kind of in like the party sense. Because like I've never really been to a party. I've only been to get together. But really when it comes down to it, I'm not really a party guy. Mm. So I don't know. It, it ain't no big deal. You don't think you're going to be going to any parties in the future? Probably, but, like, if they are parties, it's not going to be a lot of people. Like, it's just going to be a little get-together, like, a little fun chin. Like, mm. mm. Do you want, like, the awards and stuff that's associated with making music? Doesn't matter to you? No, that shit is so stupid, honestly. Like, I'm being so honest. Like, it's so dumb. The Grammys so stupid. Like, I get people, like, want to get Grammys and MTV awards and stuff like that, but it's, like, why did, why are they so important like it's the same thing mm. with it's, it's literally the same thing with money because money is just paper and numbers like that's literally it like if we wanted to mm. if enough people were like money doesn't mean anything money wouldn't exist <laughs> like we just start trading things again but right. that's just not how it is and i don't know why people place so much value on uh on um on um grammys and mtv awards and shit like that because it's like it's not like it's not a big deal. It's literally not a big deal. Like you're the same you're the same person like that you were if you didn't get it. Like uh, yeah, and that's not to mention that like who's making these judgments, right? Like I'm not sure how much you follow like the film community, but like the classic one was like the La La Land Moonlight. And it's like somebody's still deciding which one's better than the other, right? And like at yeah. the end of the day, like are you going are you really going to tie your worth to what like one one person or like a group of people thinks about your music, right? Right, like La La Land and Moonlight are both great, like incredible movies. Like, the in in a, in a sense, like I don't know, you can't really compare those two either because they're two right. different types of movies. Right, that's, right. That's like being like um, that's like saying uh, 
what's in, what's her name? Solange is a better singer than Tyler. It's like, well, like, yeah, mm. duh, she's a singer. He's like mainly a rapper. Like he started singing more, but he right, right. comes from a rapping background, you know? Mm. Do you watch a lot of A24 movies? Yes, I do. Yeah, what's your favorite? Um, probably mid nineties. Mid nineties. Yeah. When did you start skating? Um, like I think junior year of high school. I've always like skated around, but like I didn't start like taking it like seriously until then. But like I, I still don't know that many. Like I know a few tricks, and like I, I'm comfortable on the board and can do whatever. But like I'm not going out of my way to be like I need to do this tray flip. Like I don't do anything like that. Like, I, yeah, I just yeah. like skate, and like if somebody wants to skate with me, I'm like let's go skate. Let's just hang out. Let's have fun. Hmm. So it's like a casual thing for you. You're not like constantly trying. It's not like with skating. It's like a. I suppose, yeah, it's just a hobby to you. Like, it's not something you're, like, trying to get better at. Like, you're not trying to go pro. Right, yeah, no, I, I definitely am not going pro with that. Right, right. You gotta, you gotta send me uh, some of your skate clips. I, I, I mean, I can, I can go film one, so. I guess, like, this is, like, a product of something. I'm not sure how into rap you were, like, back in early 2010s, but do you remember, like, Lupe Fiasco Kick Push? no see it's a different that's that's our divide here because like when i when i picture like skater rappers which is not what you are necessarily yeah like when you think about lil wayne or like even like tyler the creator they <laughs> rap about skateboarding all the time yeah not tyler as much anymore but he used to yeah like it's something that consumes your life like <laughs> i'm thinking about lupe fiasco now <laughs> You know who Lupe Fiasco is, though. He yeah. sounds familiar. Hold on. I can actually look that up right now. But he, he blew up off of uh, Touch the Sky with uh, Kanye. Ah, this nigga. I've seen him somewhere. He had, uh, oh my gosh. What was the song? It was um, Laser, uh, Lasers was the album. The Show Goes On. That was by Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a different era of music. Yeah, I've seen, definitely seen this man before. But he's he's like the classic example, and he was like getting a lot of hate at the time because like people were like, "Oh, he's not a real skater," and like we were talking about this, but like I feel like that's what people think about like people who are industry plants in rap music is because like they didn't make it the same way as like the rappers who originally made it, so like they're not rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, like. Um, I've rapped about skating and like featured before, like, but like, I don't know. It's just like, it's something I enjoy doing. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like, right. Be a, it's not like your personality trait. Yeah, no, I'm, I don't know. A lot of people like look down upon people who like, um, are like posers, but like the, the so, most of the people that they call posers just do it cause they enjoy it. They're not trying to be like some huge skater guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. But what do you think about just like industry plants generally? Like, I know you personally don't think that they're like, it's that big of a deal if somebody is an industry plant, but do you ever think that it takes away from their music at all? Like, it's like, oh, you were able to get this feature or this because you're this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think the only industry plant that I haven't really like been able to like listen to is Baby God and Jumex 
like those are the only two that I'm like, oh, this is not good. But it's it's mm. it's just it's literally because and this is the this is the thing that sucks about industry plants because what happens is like the label just takes them and they don't get time to develop as an artist. They just become the artist who wants them to right. be. So they don't have time to just like find their sound and just like just like do what it do like like do what I'm doing. Like I'm I'm still figuring things out, but like they don't get to do that because the label just picks them up and is like, you're mine now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. You moved to California. Mm-hmm. And what do you like? Do you like California better? Um, no, it's expensive and the air quality is horrible. <laughs> it's so bad. Really? I don't like California. Like, honestly, like a lot of people move here to pursue music, but I don't even know why California is like the hub of like acting and music. Like, cause it's, it's horrible here. It's literally horrible here. Like, mm. why can't the music hub be like DC or something? Like DC is such a better place than California, in my opinion. You used to hang out in DC? Yeah, I live like maybe like 20, 30 minutes away from there. So I was down there a lot. And like, just seeing the people on the street, like the people who like live there, it's just like, it's really interesting. It's a really interesting feel. I have to send you, um, this mix, it, it, this, I don't know how to describe it, but it describes how I feel about, uh, what's it called? Um, DC perfectly. And it, it, it's not describing it at all, but it's like the music sounds, how DC sounds. Cause it's like talking to like, you know, who, you know who Claro is, right? On her yeah, SoundCloud, she makes like these mixes of songs that she likes. And she just has like, different artists that just i don't know why it just reminds me of dc so much i guess it's because i listen to it a lot there but mm-hmm. like there's this one guy on there talking about like he's literally just rapping about going to like eat mambo mambo sauce and chicken and something like that and it's just like that's so yeah it's, so just, it's just like that's culture. so <laughs> like dc of him to just rap about mambo sauce and eating chicken I'm I I'm looking right now for the four Oh yeah, yeah, around. yeah. You should definitely send that to me. Okay, we found it. Let me send you this mix. This mix is crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, you know what's funny? I was talking about famous decks and how like we need to help right. him out with like my friends and stuff. And then literally after that, everybody started talking about him, and I was so glad because I love famous decks so much. But like those drugs really took a toll on him, man. And like. Like if he went back to his regular like 20, 2016, 2017 style, like he would be freaking huge in my opinion. So it's like, I feel like the music industry and like his fans failed him in a way. And he also failed himself, <laughs> but. You, right, that, that, that's what I was gonna ask you. Like how much, like it's such a broad topic, but like how do you feel about I mean, like doing drugs, using drugs generally? Cause like, there are a lot of, there are like a lot of rappers particularly like who associate themselves with drugs like famous dex is an example he rapped about drugs all the time yeah um i don't know if it makes you happy go for it but don't overdo it <laughs> don't do not overdo it at all and don't do heroin or crack or meth ever like that right that's just like stupid it's like i don't know um i think weed is totally like cool like i know so many people that smoke weed um Xanax, I don't, I don't because, right. like, it's just killed so many people, and it's like a bad thing to be addicted to. 
So I found out what Fort Myers yeah. rap is like. It's like stuck. It's stuck almost in like the the crunk music sound. Really? Like a little bit. Here, here's a great one. This one's from 2012, which is already so many years ago. Let me send this in Discord. But like, it's just. Oh man. I th- <laughs> oh no. That's the funniest part is everybody from Fort Myers, not everybody from Fort Myers, but a select group of people, myself included at sometimes, <laughs> reference little Fort Myers or Fort Myers as Lil Pakistan. Bro, this is hard. Like this is something this is like like if I got the vocals for that, I would sample that. Like that is so hard. <laughs> like Bro, you want me to hit up uh, Frank Leany and Trigger Slim? Bro, do they, what are they doing right now? Are they still making music? That's a that's a great question. The, <laughs> oh man, because it was dope, man. Because like, I don't know. I just remember when it was. I just remember when rap was like that, and it's just so funny. But but so much of Fort Myers rap is like still stuck in That's that. That's dope though. Good for them, <laughs> honestly. Here's a, here's another one. Oh man, that was dope. This one's from eleven months ago, and you can you can still see the the influence. Are you serious? It was like a mix of the song you showed me just now, um, Shoreline Mafia, um, Chief mm. Keef, and Kodak Black. Like all in one. I don't know how he managed to do that, but that is like what I've heard from these first 33 seconds. And you probably don't know who this is, but we had one rapper from Fort Myers make it kind of big. This was around that around that earlier time, like 2010s. Well, uh, it was, um, I'm not sure if you have ever heard of Flies. Oh my gosh, he is so funny. That, he, he is. He's from Fort Myers. I love him, man. He is so funny. That man is hilarious. Uh, but the, I didn't even realize he was from there. Now that I'm looking at these people, I, I can see that like he would be. I could see him being from there. How he said, um, "If you're grinding, do it legally," and then he just cuts the him with a gun. <laughs> that is so great. <laughs> I love his hair. It's just such Florida hair. Mm, yeah, he's been around for a while. Oh, now that I'm thinking about it. But I don't want to go down too far down the Fort Myers rap. <laughs> rabbit hole <laughs> nah this shit is like but it's different you can see like how fort myers had the the origins in that crunk sound and then it just never yeah left. no like it's it, still there. it just it's just a through line in all the in all the music that comes out of here i think plies had a collab album with kodak black too kodak sounds like he could be from here yeah too bad he's in jail <laughs> kodak kodak has done some crazy yeah, stuff though i will not say smart like when it comes out, like like I'm not trying to like diss Kodak or anything, but it's like, bro, you're literally rich. Timothy Bright. This is <laughs> right. Kodak. Yeah, bro. It's just like <laughs> you're rich, bro. Why are you still doing illegal things that you do not need to do? Right, and he caught a charge on child neglect. Like, how do you do that with as much money as you had? Like, hi- hire a babysitter. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, if you're gonna be a bad father, at least be an absent one and just like give them a nanny or something. Like don't neglect right. them right like you're literally rich you are rich <laughs> makes no sense mm. Mm. when you get angry do you even get angry anymore i guess 
Um, I've been I've become slower to anger, and I've I think instead of reacting, I've gotten better at like just like okay, this is what's happening, and, and um, I think having a brother and sister helps, and it reminds right. me of this video I saw on TikTok of this dude. He's holding his niece, and she spills a a cup of like um, orange juice, and he's like, oh. I shouldn't have given this to her and then like they pick it up and it's fine and it's just funny because it's like he didn't even like be like why did you drop it because like that's what i'm used to growing up Mm. like like yeah that's just what i was used to growing up but then um he was just like oh this was like my fault okay next time don't do this to her like because she's a baby she doesn't understand so it's like that's how i've been more like lately i've been able to like think about what's going on rather than just reacting on my emotions Mm. so yeah but you still pour it into your music yeah yeah like, no like if i'm angry like yeah i'll hold it in but when as soon as i record it's coming out do you ever feel like you're gonna go back to like making i mean obviously not meme rap but do you ever think you're gonna go back to making like that that uh, that like super upset music and i know it's hard to predict but like and i hope you don't have to go back to like that point in your life mm-hmm. but like do you feel like you can just channel that at any moment? And I guess this applies to all your music, right? Like, do you have to be feeling a certain way to, I guess, perform in the way you do? No. Um, on one of the songs I recorded on my EP, I, um, like, on, on the ad-libs for it, I turn them down a little bit and mix them so you can't really hear them, but they're still, they still fell in the track. Um, you'll, you'll be able to hear, like, uh, like you'll hear the, the old Timothy Bright influence in it. So... Yeah, okay. like some of the ad-libs are be like yelling, and I haven't done that in a, like a long time, and it was, it was it got me hyped. Like I was hyped when I did it. I wasn't upset or anything. I was just really happy to be doing it again. Have you ever thought about like sampling like Three Six Mafia type songs? Because like that's what it sounds like when you when you do it in quicksand, and I think in in dismay also. Yeah. Like, I like it's that it's that style of like I mean it's the same stuff they sample, yeah. Yeah, no, I sample like really old like Memphis stuff, but I don't. I've never sampled right. like Three Six Mafia because they like to sue people. Like the dude who made the sample. Do they said, really? Yeah, no, they sued Suicide Boys recently because Suicide Boys sampled a lot of Three Six, even though they produced two albums for Juicy J. And Juicy J was like, "Since y'all did this, y'all can use any Three Six sample y'all want." And hmm. randomly, they were like, "We're suing you," and it was just like, "It's <laughs> coming." Hmm. But yeah, no, like um, Tommy Wright the Third, who made the song "Meet Your Maker," which is a song. I sampled for quicksand he i showed him the song he thought it was dope so that was like cool because i've been looking up to this dude since like my freshman year of like high school like i've been like oh my gosh you're like yeah an underground legend so yeah um i just sample like really old memphis stuff and like i like to sample the low-key stuff that no one really knows about like w- one of the samples i have on my ep like has under a thousand streams on uh spotify which is crazy to me because it's a great song hmm What's the process of choosing a sample? Like we talked about how, you know, you'll just like go on YouTube, let it play in the background, right? Until you see when you like, but like, what's the process of actually being like, oh, this is going to fly on Spotify. Like, do you clear your samples? Um, I usually just find ones that are old enough and just like, haven't been like copyrighted, like to just sample those or like, or I manipulate them so much. Like you can barely understand what they're saying on dismay. You just know they're saying something. Cause I like pitched it down and I put right. a noise gate on it. So it was like very choppy. So it's like, like people don't know what it's saying until 
I like right. explain and show them to him. Cause like in the original song, the guy who's saying that his voice is so high. Like his voice is really, really high. Really? Yeah. I have to, I have to send it to you. Send you the times. Yeah. Yeah. Send me that. But yeah. Nah, like, um, I usually just find really low key stuff that no one knows about. Um, I think one of my favorite things about like, um, I think one of my favorite things about just like rapping in general and like sampling things is going on the comments of the sample and seeing people being like, oh, Timothy sent me. Like, that's so cool to me. Oh, I know. Ex yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, actually. But I can't imagine it from your perspective, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't know until that happens. It's a really good feel. Like, I don't know. It feels it just feels great, honestly. Um, mm. Hold on. Oh, shit. Wait. No, stop. Oh, my gosh. This computer. Uh, oh, did I close it? I closed it. Let me find this thing again, then. Um, history. I'm like an old man. Um, That's how I felt trying to set up the Zoom call. I'm going to be on. <laughs> yeah, no. This, it, 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 it's pretty hard. I, I will not lie to you. Uh, okay, so I think I got it. So I'm sure you... I'm sure you've experienced this, but like when you get into FL and you start to see like all the possibilities, like I remember when I first started using FL, like it was like really surface level, like, like all my stuff would be sampled in Edison, like, like that sort of thing. But mm -hmm. like, I, I guess it's just like weird to me when you find out like there are multiple ways to accomplish the same thing, like with slight differences. I'm not sure if you... That, that's vague enough that it could be interpreted in so many ways, yeah. but like, I think you understand yeah, what I'm no, saying. Yeah, no, I definitely get what you're saying. Oh my gosh, FL was such like... It was so annoying to figure out, honestly. It was one of the most annoying things to figure out ever. But like... But don't you think it was better than like something like Ableton or like... Yeah, no, nah, like once... Because once you get FL down, it's so easy to make beats. It is so easy. Because FL almost looks like a video game. I'm, I'll, I'll be honest. I think all of them look like video games, though. Like, because my friends use Logic. I have friends that use Logic, and it's like that looks cool, but I'm not using it. <laughs> yeah, Logic and FL I think look similar. Are you wait? So for your laptop that you're bringing, are you bringing your Mac? Yeah, yeah. Have you tried using FL on a Mac yet? Yes. And it's and it's, it's for you. It's, it's, you can do it. Yeah, no, I, I can do it. It was kind of frustrating yesterday. And I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to produce with this? Because you can't like, you can't write click really. Right, right. You have to go into settings and figure that out. But um, I figured everything out. And like, yeah. So what made you get a Mac? I mean, like, like, what makes you stick with FL actually, I think is the better question. Like, because I'm sure you could get logic if you wanted to. Is it just yeah. your time investment that you've already put into FL? Yeah, so my mom, I was like, hey, like, she was like, do you need anything for Christmas? And I was like, no, not really. I just need a laptop. Like, cause like I have everything I like could ever want and need. Like, I, I don't really like spending money like that. And I was like, just give me something cheap, like $200, right. And then she was like, okay. And then she got me a MacBook and I was like, oh, thanks. And I, 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 I mean, it's cool. I, I love it a lot. Um, but yeah. Right. Um, so I, you weren't even expecting it. Yeah, no, I, I think I just stuck with FL cause like, that's just like my thing. And then like, it'll be easy to like, cause like all my friends, a good majority of my friends use FL. So like when I'm working on stuff without a reach, I can just send them the zip files or the FLPs for it. So, mm. yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I've never really worked with anybody who, cause you know, I only work with like people I meet on like 
SoundCloud. And typically, I don't think I've met like a single person who uses anything other than like FL or Logic. Yeah, it's always FL and Logic. I want to get into Ableton when I get like bigger, but for now, I'm just like sticking with FL. Plus, Ableton is expensive. Right, right, right. There's also, um, well, actually, how far into playing guitar did you get? Like, I didn't really, like, I haven't heard you play guitar. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty like uh, competent with it. Like, I, I can read, I can read music to a certain extent. Um, I just have okay. to like look at it, practice it for a little bit, and then I'd be able to have it down. But I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm when it comes down to it, I'm a really fast learner. So um, hmm. if I needed to learn something new for it, I could. Have you ever thought about, I'm, I mean, I'm not sure how doable this is, but like, or the, even the copyright logistics around it. Have you ever thought about like interpolating the, the sample on entanglement and then re-releasing it? I don't even know. I don't know how I'd be able to do that because I, I can't figure out what the sample is and Romeo won't tell me. So I don't know <laughs> how I'm supposed to. And, and maybe you've experienced this to some extent, but I think you, you've really talked about kind of how you found like your passion with music. Like, for me, I like doing so many things, like all the time. Like I'll, like a great example is like I started in psychology. I started with medicine, and like I, like I just keep picking up more stuff to study, right? And yeah. like, and and like the same applies with like music. And like for a time, I was like into skating, and like it's like I, I pick up so much stuff that like it's really hard to like choose one thing. And I wish there was like some career path. Where you could just like do it all yeah it's like i feel like i feel like our society and maybe you can relate to this it's like you specialize and then it's over like you like put yourself in like one box and you can't be something else yeah 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 i agree with that it's it's i don't like society <laughs> like <laughs> timothy bright anti-society <laughs> right exactly right like especially like the way school is bro like so many creative people that are doing way more than any other kid with straight A's is doing and has right. horrible grades. You know what I'm saying? Like I was an average student. Like if I tried, I, I feel like if I tried more, I would have been like a straight A or A and B student. But like I was like right. always focused on music. So I was just like your average, like A, B, C's, sometimes a D maybe, like whenever I was in school. So. Well, that's the thing. Like school is really good at like teaching you like a especially like high school like like early american education it's like really good at teaching you to like repeat facts really like if i'm being honest with you i learned like nothing in yeah. high school like everything that i've learned even in even in college like it's not from the classes themselves it's like when i'll talk to professors like personally like one-on-one -on -one, it's like oh now i can understand this but like how am i supposed to pay attention when it's like me and 300 other people you know, just sitting there and it's yeah. like, none of it's hands on. You're just kind of like expected to learn most of it yourself. And like half of it isn't even useful. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure you know that, like, like what, are, what are you using from high school? Probably besides English. Yeah, no, I didn't really take anything from school. I think, cause I took guitar classes one year that helped. Um, what else have I done? I haven't really done like anything. Like, I think, I think the only subjects I really liked was history, geography, and uh, English. And that's because of the teachers that I had. Mm. Like, 
10th, 11th, and 12th grade, I had great English teachers. And then like my last two years of schooling, I had like great like uh, um, US government or not government, I hate government, uh, right. like geography and like just like history teachers. Like they were, it just seemed like they cared. Like mm. they always asked what I was doing and just check in on me and stuff. And like, for example, one time my English teacher, it was my senior year, I was stressed out because I had just dropped. Well, no, I hadn't dropped in a minute. It was like February, right before March, like right before COVID like got crazy. It was like in that right. mark between, it was like right, it was the week before spring break was supposed to happen. Mm. So I was like trying to catch up on work and I just like emailed my teacher and I was like, hey, like I'm not doing okay mentally. And like, I'm trying to get this work back to you. And I'm not using this right. excuse or anything. I'm just saying like, letting you know, like I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get it done. Like it's going to get done. Mm. And then um, I, she didn't answer my email, so I felt kind of bad about it. And I was running past this. And then I like had to get a pass to her room and she pulled me to the side. And she was like, hey, um, I saw your email. I haven't gotten to, I didn't get to respond yet, but like, you're gonna be okay. And like, I can extend the date for you if you need it. And like, da, 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 da. I turned all my stuff in the next day though. But like, yeah, she was just like really helpful. And like, that was cool. And then like my history teacher, like he was so dope. Like I remember one time some kid didn't want to do his work. He's like, hey, yo, like just get this shit done, dude. Like literally you just got to do this and you're good. Like, and he'd always help us on like tests and stuff. And it was just like, he was the dope dude. And it's just like, teachers like that is what like the education system needs. Cause, and I think, that another thing with teachers is is like if they don't have something going on outside of school they do not want to be a teacher like i've seen so many teachers that are rude and right. mean and just like mean-spirited and it's literally because they don't have anything else going on besides school so it's like you have to do something else and i feel like teachers are treated badly but at the same time they need to treat others kindly because it just like two wrongs doesn't make a right you know sort of thing mm. Do yeah. you ever wish, like, I, I assume you're, like, glad you moved past high school. You're, like, glad you're done with the whole education thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you feel like, I guess, like, we were talking about another time with with music theory and whatnot. Like, you learn more about that, like, outside of school anyways. Especially, like, the technical side of things. Like, you, you, don't, you wouldn't go to, like, like, your high school elective class to do FL. Yeah, no, you, you know wouldn't. Well, there was a class that it was like an academy class i guess you could call it they'd let you go to a different school though and you'd ride a bus go (laughs) and then like you'd learn about stuff and like i'm kind of mad at myself that i didn't do that but i don't know maybe maybe i didn't do that for a reason i don't know i think that everything happens for a reason Mm. so i don't know what the reason was but you know i don't know 187 family glock this is this is crazy yeah what you sent me earlier? The sample's at 2.30. Okay. Like, it, and I'm sure you've experienced this when you've been listening to some songs, but like, I guess with your music sometimes, I'm like, I'm like, how did he, how did he figure out that that was like sampleable? You know what I mean? Like, are you ever seeing, have you ever like listened to a song and you've been been like, I wouldn't have thought to do that. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love when people do that. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I think, I think that's what was crazy. Cause like I, I saw quicksand that was on, that was on my discover weekly. And then, um, and then that was actually before Ian, because then I, then I saw, then I went on Instagram, saw your account and then you posted the stuff about Ian shouting it out. Um, 
And like when I first listened to Quicksand, it was like I would I would have never thought to sample that that way. Yeah. Like you you made that almost like a hook for the song. Yeah, yeah, that's what I love to do. And I think it's that like Suicide Boys influence, but like a lot of the time they're like cuz a lot of the time when they sample vocals it's kind of like more muffled and like stuff like the way they mm. make it is just more grimier. But like for on Quicksand, and I did that on Dismay, but on Quicksand, I wanted it to be clean and sound like right. cool. And like on on the original sample, Meet Your Maker, like that those are two different people singing the hook on Quicksand. Those are like those are two different rappers' verses, and they have totally different voice voices. I was able to like pitch it a certain way, right. so it was like they sounded like the same person. You know what's crazy? You're gonna find this funny. Like when I first listened to the song, I was like. Like I thought it was a sample, but then like as I was hearing the, the the rest of the song, I was like, I was like maybe that's him too. Like a lot of people think that they a lot of people think that that's me. It's not <laughs> right, and it was the same thing with dismay too. Actually, a lot of people think that too. A lot of people think that I'm the one doing the samples, and I'm like, no, <laughs> it's not me. No, and I was like, I was like, how big brain would it be if Timothy sampled himself? Like if you if you made these hooks and and like literally treated them like samples i i i have done that i i did that recently actually like i, I made a beat because uh, there's this tiktok sound that's trending right now that's like um like it sounds like something that i i'll send it to you you probably heard it it's really dope yeah. though and i like made one but i like say i like just recorded myself saying something generic and then like sampled that and it sounded so cool and i didn't sound like myself at all but it like it was so dope. Hold on, let me send you this thing. How do you? What the? Okay. Uh, yeah, this shit is so freaking cool. Like, I saw you reposted this on your um on your SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. Let me listen to this. Remember the bass on this was crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, man, I love like just like underground funk like this, bro. Like people like this. People that make music like this, Devilish Trio, like, I remember when I found Freddie Dread, I think I was in ninth grade. Mm. I think I mentioned this to you another time, was like, your beats, they've become so distinctive. I don't even mean this in a flattering way, this is just like an observation, but it's like, are you ever, do you ever just like listen to music and you're like, oh, I bet Pharrell produced this. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, this sounds like a song that Timothy would have produced. Oh, that's dope. That makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like and it's like I was saying earlier, it's like where's Timothy at has become like a like a like a stamp of uh, like a stamp of quality. It's like the the Nintendo certified bra moment. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think as you keep building more into your catalog and like so you said that like everything you have up now is gonna stay up, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So like I think it's only gonna build from here and it's only gonna accumulate. Yeah, I think I hope so. Like I, I don't know. I'm just really excited to see what like happens. Right. I just like you know, and, and I remember thinking this, um and, and and hopefully this is an inspiration to some people, but like I remember when I was like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, um when I was in middle school, um and I was looking up to I yeah, I would have been in middle school at the time. And I was looking up to like the members of Odd Future and I was like, wow, this is so cool that they're yeah. doing this. And then like Brock Hampton did it when I was in high school. But 
for people who like never feel like it's the right time for them to like do something like you're just holding yourself back yeah like, no you know I, I, mean? I agree with that that's facts right and and like honestly the success of something doesn't matter like not to not to pull you into some like a weird beef but like Lil Pump's music is not the best music. Oh, like, definitely. He's super successful. So, like, don't judge, like, I guess your your production by, like, how many people listen to it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, right? Like, how how do you feel about that? Yeah, no, I, um, I don't know, in all honesty. Yeah. Did you, yeah, were you ever just, like, afraid to make stuff? Because you're like, oh, people will react weird to this. Yeah, but then after a while, I was just like, okay, who am I doing this for, you know? Hmm, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know, I realized that I was doing it more for me than other people. Like, yeah, I'm doing it for other people, but when it comes down to it, mainly doing it for me, because I need an outlet for my music and then how I feel. Hmm. I guess that's kind of the way it should be, right? Because, like if if the things you do only matter by like how other people feel about it like there's there are so many things that people do that like nobody ever cares about right like like and that doesn't mean it's unvaluable and i'm just like wondering and, and i mean we talked about this before but i guess where's like like what is your kind of reasoning around i guess like modifying tracks is it just to like get it to that best version what do you mean by modifying tracks like like after they're already out like like it's like oh this version isn't done oh, yet. yeah yeah no if i if i hear something that i don't like i'm gonna be like let me change that like uh there's still like i still want to change like knock knock a mm. bunch like there's something I want to do with that. I just haven't gotten around to doing mm. it because I've been working on outreach shit and like doing that and like yeah, you know. like like the I'm not sure if you saw this way back when, but it's like the the I'm a fix wolves. What is it? I'm a fix wolves. It was like a it was like a it was a tweet way back when Life of Pablo came out and like wolves when Life of Pablo first came out, it was like mm. Frank Ocean. Um, it it had Vic Mensa and Sia on it. Yeah, and and the drums were like absent on on the ah, track okay. and he like okay. completely changed like he like he completely changed the yeah. track right? yeah um, uh, all right all right oh whatever where's timothy at that's where it comes from <laughs> that's crazy yeah that was weird hearing her say that like live because i forgot i i don't know i haven't watched that video in so long but that's crazy i totally thought the sample came from somebody you knew <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just like this TikTok girl. Well, like the original version was made by um, this one girl, the same girl that woke me up this morning. She right. she was like, I was like, can you do like B-Tag for me or something? I'm like, just like, I don't know. And she was like, okay. And she just like sent a bunch of stuff. And like, she sent one of her saying, where's Timothy? And I, I used I used her tag in happy. You can barely hear it, but like right at the beginning of the track, mm-hmm. you'll hear it. It's kind of muffled, but... <laughs> Yeah, right, right. but she was the original, and then like I was like, I want more. P- I want like variety in my B tags. Like I want different B tags, you know. So, yeah. Mm, who who did the who did the Zach beat tag? Was that I the have, same person? No it almost sounds like exactly. It. it sounds it sounds weirdly similar. To the I, one I think you it was know. just one of his friends. He is such a talented dude, by the way. He just started producing in like, I think March of this year, 
and he's he was he turned 15 in July and he produced like a majority of knock knock like he's young and really <laughs> that's bad. crazy I, you know i had like this perception that like y'all were like together at some point but like is he one of the people you just met online yeah i just met him online like literally okay so he paid me for a feature back in 2019 because i was like doing some i was like hey i'm doing a feature sale five dollars and he was like okay i'll do one and i was like okay <laughs> and then like something about him like because I, I, I think i met him when he was like for yeah i met him when he was 14 and i was 17 and like he's just like a weird little guy and i was like i want to keep this dude around he's funny like i think he's dope and then like right i don't know i was just glad that like i have him as like a friend and just like he's just a dope dude to talk to and like he's a great producer like he's better i'd say that he's better at producing and mixing than i am like now and it's like it's mm. wild and like the stuff we make together is so like crazy like whenever we make stuff together it's like really good so whenever you keep friends around do they have to be like good for more than the music i guess like like for you to just keep making music with somebody yeah, because no. you've done music with a ton of people, right? Yeah, um, because Zach he sucked when I first met him, but I liked the way he was. Like, I liked him as a person, so I was like, right. I want to like be your friend. And like, we'd always talk about like music and stuff. And then like, I I've I'm still watching him grow. Like, I've watched him like mm. come from like this really bad rapper <laughs> to like he is now. Like this man, like he's so good now. Like, um, you did you hear Runner Runner? Yes, he I was did. the last person on there and he's come such a long way and it's just like i'm so proud of him Bro, that that's him i didn't even yeah know. that was him that was him um and i'm glad that i'm kind of finding my voice and it's like i'm really close to finding it because like it was cool on runner runner whenever people were like your verse went hard and i was like you knew which verse was mine yeah <laughs> yeah it is it is so crazy when, when that when that came out Honestly, I listened to it with a friend and we were talking about how crazy just that sample is that you Oh my gosh. Zach produced it in the first guy, Riley, um, Salem. That's his, his rapper name is yeah. musician name is Salem. He he played the bass for it. Which I didn't even realize. I thought that it's was a part so sample, but like yeah, they did that together and I was like, This is so hard. So, the, the hits on it. Yeah. The, no, I love yeah. it so much. Oh my gosh. Is your creative direction like all similar to that? Is it all like, I hate to use the term because it's a, it's, a, it's a weird term to me anyways, but like are all of your tracks like posse cuts? Like it's all you guys on all of them? Um, no, actually. Um, okay. Who wasn't on that song? Because we have, a, we have a, a girl who sings and then we have another guy who... Okay. So we have a, this girl who sings named Valentine. Shout out to her. And then we have another dude named Fetus. He, he goes so hard. Um, hmm. So we 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 just made that one like because i think zach made the beat for that in like october and then we just like uh um we just uh yeah we do that one together but like they're working on a song right now i don't know what they're gonna call it but it has like amari who was the guy who was after me on runner runner right or salem mm -hmm. and then we have a guy in our group named daniel who plays saxophone so he played saxophone over the thing okay, crazy. so yeah like it's just like there's such a wide variety of talent so we have so much that we can do so it's like really really good because like mm. riley he's been playing guitar since he was in like the eighth grade so he's really skilled with that and then Dan's been playing sax right. since i think freshman year of high school and i think he's like a junior or something now but he's like great at it and it's like really really like crazy and like it's just cool to bring all these people together and make like art 
I'm not, I mean, I, I'm not in any place to make recommendations for you, I guess, but like, it'd be crazy to see just like, like you were saying, almost to be able to identify each person because I'm not able to do that yet. Like I'm like, who's in out of reach, right? Mm-hmm. On Runner Runner, there's there are there four people rapping on this. Yeah, there's four people. Yeah, so and it's hard to do because like you guys can't be in person and you guys. Well, I guess you could film some sort of video, mm-hmm. but like it's hard to identify each person. Like it's easy to identify you with your music because it's you. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. No. Um. Riley, um, he lives in Vegas, and that's like three hours away from me. So I, right. I like go down and see him sometimes because like I've known him since high school. So, cause, well, right. we we met um, in like the tenth grade over text, and I only saw him once. And I was like, "Sup? Are you, wait, are you Riley?" And then he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Sup, cute ass." And then, and then um, <laughs> we didn't talk at all after that. And then I moved to Virginia. And then we started becoming like really good friends. I was like, right. like a brother to me. So it's like. Um, mm. yeah, I don't know. It's probably hard for you to say, but like, when is there going to be like a, a full length project for Outer Reach? Ooh, I have no clue. Like, I, I think so. Yeah. Is it just like a chaotic project right now? Like it's just, yeah. I mean, this kind of an organization, I think we're going to drop like a three song EP, but I'm not sure if, cause like, like I had a, I, I like had an idea of what we should do, and I was like, "Hey, we should do this." And they were like, "Yeah, that's a good idea," but I don't know if we're set on doing that, so we'll just have to figure it mm. out. But it's like a group of affairs, so it's no like, "Oh, we're gonna do this." Like, there's no leader or anything. Like, um, right. me and Zach were just like, "Hey, Riley, we should do this," and then he was like, "Okay, add these people," and we were like, "Okay, let's do this." And then it's like a group of affairs, so we make decisions as a group. We don't like to do it like um, as an individual because that just like causes tension. That's what I was wondering because, I, like, the problem I've seen like with a ton of groups is like there's one person who's a leader and like that causes the downfall. Yeah, right? no, like for us, there's no leader. Like, cause like, I think like, um, um, I don't know if this is gonna sound bad, but like, I think people would automatically assume like me as a leader because I have like one of the bigger followings when it comes to music. But it's not like that at all. If right. anybody was a leader. It would be Zach. He's the one doing a good majority of the production, <laughs> the mixing, and like just like doing all that. Like if anybody's the leader, it's Zach. But when it comes down to mm. it, like we all contribute in different ways. So it like it's a group thing. Like I don't see there being a leader at all. And like if anybody ever like is like, oh yeah, this is the leader of the group, I'll be like, no, that is not true. There are there are no leaders. We are all the leader. We are one. You know? Because mm. like together we make out of reach. It right. isn't just one person that makes out of reach. Hmm. Do you ever feel like, I guess, this is this is actually something that I'm sure you'd like to talk more about. But like, do you ever feel like production's underappreciated? Like we were talking about how, um, like some people don't even listen to the like the lyrics, but like still they kind of attribute everything about the song to the singer songwriter, right? Yeah, no, nah, like the production is a very very important part of the like, and I think a big thing that helped me. Not a big thing, but another contributor to me thinking about that, like that, like how I do is whole lot of red. Like, of course, not a lot of the songs like are good, but the production <laughs> on that album is incredible. It is insane. Like, it is great. Like, mm. it's just really, really dope. So, yeah. Mm. What do you want to see Cardi do next? Not what he did yesterday. <laughs> uh, maybe, <laughs> um, I don't know. I just like, uh, 
I don't know where else he, what else he could do. I mean, I guess he could just keep doing what he's doing, but I really think he needs to stop sending so many people his music or like stop making it so people get the leaks. Cause I feel like a whole lot of red would have been better if like a bunch of the shit didn't get leaked. I, I was saying this to one of my friends, actually like you, you saw him very briefly, but like we were, t- we were just talking about how it's kind of criminal that like young nudie hasn't come out with a uh, kid Cuddy with a, yeah. It would be crazy. That would be a crazy like, track if Playboy Cardi could could have secured that for a whole lot of red. Yeah, like, and I don't know. I don't even because no, because that was supposed to be on Nudie's album, but yeah. apparently the sample like, I don't know. I don't understand how they couldn't get the sample cleared. So, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get somebody else's um, song taken off of Spotify. But there's somebody with like the same sample. Uh, like is an Orlando or an Orlando rapper. Is yeah. It a, your wolf. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I was like, how did yeah, he he's got off? the same sample? <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's called remix. <laughs> like did you like his music. Oh yeah. Xavier Wolf goes, uh, he's another leading influence for me. Like so, the reason I started rapping was like that whole underground Florida scene in suicide boys, like literally right. suicide boys, Xavier Wolf. I found all of them my freshman year. And I was like, these niggas are cool. I want to rap. Mm. Yeah, mem- members only too. Yeah. yeah mem- and then, what's your favorite song by Xavier Wolf? Psychopath. I heard one. I was listening to one. I I never remember the name of this one. Which one was it? I was listening to one like a lot yesterday. Um, I was glad to see him in the intro for an Atlanta show. It was a uh, Philosopher's Throne. That's what it was. Mm. Have you heard? Uh... Whiplashed. It sounds familiar. I probably have. Bro, you you could sample that song. He might even let you. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. He better let me. If he freaking released Kid Cudi without getting that clear, like, how did you get it cleared, but Cardi couldn't? He he also has uh oh, what is the song? He also has Tokyo Drift on there too. I saw that. that. I was like, how did you get this one cleared? I was like, I remember like on Spotify it shows you like under the playlist. You know how it says like oh. Recommended for yeah, you. Yeah. I saw that on under one of my playlists, and I was like, "How did he do this? This is so cool! Like, it sounds dope." But right. like, how did you do this? Where's your profile picture from, by the Which way? Which one? On um on Discord. Oh, I well, I I partially made it. Um, so like, I work on this. Might not actually be have been clear. So, like, I have like a like a clothing brand that I work on and that's called industry plant, but like everything else I do like comes out from that same thing. Do you have a link to your website or like a website where you can buy it? Yeah. Yeah. I'll send you some stuff if you want. That'd be like, I want to check this out. Hold on. A lot, a lot of it, a lot of it is like, (laughs) and we, and we didn't do the best photography during COVID because it was like me and my friend in a pool. (laughs) Oh, this this website is dope, though, man. I don't, I'm gonna look at this. Oh man, these are dope, man. But I'll send you some. What do you mean? Like I like I will uh, like if you send me like a PO box or something, I'll ship you some. Are you sure? Yeah, bro. These are these go like crazy bro, hard. You 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 just let me interview you twice, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like actually, these are dope. Like, if uh, when you get somewhere with what you what you're doing, bro, like these are gonna go crazy. Like, I could definitely see in the future you like 
you um starting up the merch shop and it's selling in like five minutes like that is yeah i mean like i mean like this stuff like all the stuff that sold out like it sold out like in the first like two days and like and it felt so good good. it felt so good that's fire right uh but yeah i'm just like i'm just looking to like design and, and make new stuff and like i thought this might be neat um but i'm i'm rethinking it I, I was I was thinking about like maybe commissioning the guy who makes all your uh, uh, your your covers for your music to like do a cover for the podcast episode. But then I was like, oh, maybe I'll just yeah. Make one. He um he actually like I want him to make clothes so bad because he has this thing that he does called poet and like I don't know, I think hmm. he, he used me as a model for one of the things. Let me see. Where, let me find that picture of me. It's a very uh, vulnerable picture because like. Femininity and like the black in the black male community isn't is looked down upon. So I wore lipstick right. for a, a shoot and like, wait, hold on. But you don't have any problem with that, right? Like you, you just yeah, no, I don't care at all. Like, hmm. uh, yeah, he's really dope though. Like he, like I, like if he put this on a shirt, I would wear it. Like he makes dope stuff. I was gonna send you this. Uh, let me let me find the file on my computer real quick. I was going to send you, it was, I was going to send this to you so you could send it to him potentially, but I was like, you should totally put like, oh, where did I have it? I was like, if you put like, if you even just like did this with some of your covers and put that on a shirt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, bro. Like talking to you about your stuff now, like, cause I, I, I want to collab with Jonah. I have a friend named Gianna that makes like airsoft art that i want to collab with her with she's actually like made me something that i designed i have to show that to you like Mm. now that i'm like looking at your stuff i want to like make like shirts with you eventually when i have like a bigger fan base i mean like honestly something that i've learned like i don't have a, a crazy fan base uh but like you can really like you just need to know like the size of your audience really and like the number of people who like want to buy shirts um, or whatever it may be, like whatever merch you want to make. And like you're good, right? Because you just make what, like the amount that people yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, you don't have You don't have to do some crazy like, like thousand t-shirt merch drop. Like it's, it, it doesn't have to be like a supreme drop every week. Yeah, yeah. I can't find the shirt, Never mind. It's really cool though. It's like a, um, Um, it's like a, um, I made like this Powerpuff Girls like thing. Like it was cool. Right. But, like this is like, I just found a notebook with my drawings in it. But like I draw shit like that. Damn. Okay. Yeah, I just do like. You you kind of, you kind of have a style to it though. Yeah, I, I I definitely do. It's like really like weird. Like, yeah. that's how I saw myself a few months ago. Like, because I was, like, always waking up with bedhead, but I'd never do it. And, like, I was, that was just me, like, at the beginning of quarantine. Right. Yeah, no, you should draw more. I definitely should. This has, like, a bunch of lyrics in it. I didn't realize. I should sell this one day. <laughs> <laughs> what size are you? Um, extra large. Oh, same, same. Yeah. How tall are you? 6'5". Jeez. How old are you? I'm 6'3". <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm a, 
People think somebody told me I look short on Instagram, and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I thought I thought you were like medium to tall, but like not as tall as me. Yeah, no, I, I'm in the best way. Yeah, I'm a pretty big guy. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> funny. But yeah, you should totally you should totally make some merch. Like, I I'd buy some. Oh yeah, definitely, bro. I I, I want to make some eventually. Like I'd lo- and I love like being very hands on with that sort of stuff. So. Like the designs would be like original too, but like also with the help of like, so it'd be like a Zach and Timothy beat. It'd be like, <laughs> right, yeah, right. exactly. No, it'd be crazy. Like, and, and just like, I feel like even just like with your cover, with the guy who does your cover art, like he, he has so much potential to just like, I agree with that though. This is going to be the weirdest podcast episode. Like, like when it gets back to getting edited, I like, think it's not recording at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm glad we're recording it on two ends here because like there's no way there's no way this time <laughs> I, that's that's so crazy that that happened the first time though no I, I i i was like i had like um like i don't i don't have like panic attacks like so i'm not gonna say that because that'll trivialize that experience but like when that happened there was like a moment of panic and i was like I just wasted this dude's time for like I don't see it as a waste of time at all. Like I, I got to like talk to you. Like that that's dope. Right. Yeah, and, and like that's how I felt because like I, I just had you on because I like I wanted to talk to you. Like it's like but the percep like I was saying, like the perception I've had of like artists is like they don't care about their mm-hmm. fans that much, right? Like their friend like almost like their fans are a yeah, tool. I, I, I see that. I agree. With, like with some artists I've seen that and it sucks from my perception like it wasn't a, it definitely wasn't a waste to me but it's like oh this dude just wants to do promo for his EP <laughs> yeah no, that was like that was like that's like the main reason I was I was doing interviews at first but like I got to meet you and you're dope and like right I'm, I'm, I'm catching up. the the other interview I'm doing is with a guy I've done an interview with before so it'll be like catching up with him so like while I'm mm. promoting my EP it's also like I get to talk to some dope people, you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's just like if that was the mindset that you did it with entirely, like if it was like, oh, I'm going to promo my, promo my EP and like if this doesn't, you know, boost streams or whatever, then it was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm sure that's the, pers- I mean, that's the perspective like managers and marketers have. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like it's like, like if I like talked, if I like reached out to your manager and I was like, I was like, yo, like 50 to 100 people listen to my podcast, you know, on, on the best days. That's a lot of people. A yeah. bunch of people might listen, but it's like, I feel, I, and maybe you felt like this. At, I mean, actually, I don't know if you've ever felt like this, but like, maybe it's just like the podcasting game specifically. But like, you, for me, it's like, oh, is it my guests or is it me? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, like if it's like, oh, I wonder if like the Timothy Bright interview is going to put Yeah, no. Um, what was I going to say? Um, I think whenever I think of like, um, like numbers of people, I think of them in a class. I don't know why, but my automatically, my automatic thought is to think of them in a classroom. So like 50 to 100 people, that's like a lot of people. So like, I don't know, like mm. even, if, even if I still was at 100 monthly listeners, like I was back in May. I'd still be grateful. Like I, I know my time come whenever it would come. Yeah. So like 
Because like a hundred people, that's like a lot of fucking people. Like, I don't know. right? Yeah, and, and I mean, like, I'm I, and uh, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm totally grateful because like the this podcast and and everybody who listened to it has given me essentially just like a great excuse to talk to people like you for I don't know how many hours have I talked yeah. to you today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so like. It, like it's not a waste of time because like that's what I want to do and like I like I want to entertain people but like I also don't want to entertain people with like drama stuff because like yeah I, I think that's like yeah. a I think that's like a waste of people's time like I think that I think that would be like a waste of time like for, like could you imagine if I came to the interview and just started asking like super controversial questions like every question was just like yeah no that that wouldn't have like I just been like yeah. oh okay <laughs> like. But but some interviewers do that though. Yeah. Because that it gets clicks. It gets clicks. Yeah, that's facts though. It does. But like, it gets back to like the reason behind why you do something. Like I'm doing this because I want to talk to you. I'm not doing it because like I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to like, get you into a beef with uh, with uh. Lil Pump. Yeah, with Lil Pump. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, nah. I. I um. I like doing interviews because I just genuinely, genuinely like talking to people. And I like people asking me questions. I don't know why, but I just always like people like asking me questions about myself because I like to talk about myself. And then I also like to get those questions and ask somebody about themselves because like everybody likes to like talk about what they're passionate about and what they love and right. like about themselves. So it's like, it's really cool. Everybody likes to feel important, right? Yeah. But like when you get asked questions, it's like, oh, this person thinks I'm important enough to ask this about, right? Like, otherwise they wouldn't ask me. Um, but like, the the truth of it, like, I guess when you think about it is like, everybody's kind of important, right? Because like, you could ask anybody a question, like everybody has something to tell you that you don't exactly. know. Exactly, yep. So that's the thing. And I, I just think like, a, the, I mean, of course this is kind of reductive in some ways, but like, I think like some people just like need more people asking them questions. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever gotten nervous on like the mic or are you good with that? Now, like rapping? Days? Yeah, rapping, rapping or anything. Like I know a lot of people, if you like put a microphone in their hand and you were like, say something, they'd be like. Yeah, no, I, I'm like, um, I'm pretty confident uh, because this, these, these guys right here, these are my therapists. So. I just let it all be like, I just let it all out, you know? Right. Sorry, I'm just consuming water right now. You're uh, so good. <laughs> it's the best drink. I love it. People, do you like soda? Uh, like on special occasions or if I like go out to like, if I go to Burger King or something, but like, I don't, like, I'm not gonna be like, I need soda. Right. Like I, I'm always drinking water. I think I drink maybe like five or six of these a day. That's what I'm saying. Like the the oh you don't drink from the tap sometimes i used to um but we we buy these from costco because they're cheap so like because i think they're like i think they're like two three dollars for like a case of these it's better than the california water oh my gosh yes what water though <laughs> everything's on fire man like <laughs> oh yeah i guess you moved to california at a crazy time yeah i did i really did it, shit was going down yeah COVID, the fires like it was crazy yeah. i couldn't leave the bay and, and then like there were people getting oh you live in the bay no the base i, I live on a okay, okay um my um there was a guy 
in Pondsdale that got lynched and that's not too far from me. So like we right. weren't allowed to leave because they were like, were afraid. They didn't want it to be like, like um, hurt because of our race or like get COVID or just there's so much right. going on when we first moved here. So you're going to like infuse more of kind of your feelings about race into your, in, into your music, right? Yeah. Like, and like, do you think out of all the topics you talk about, like that that one's more difficult than others or is it just I don't want to trivialize it but like it's like one of the it's one of the hardest things for people to talk about like it's hard for me to talk about it even you know what I'm saying yeah I I, I get that yeah I um I think that um I think it just depends on the person for me I'm very like like you'll you'll know my opinion like I remember right. I, I said mayo monkey in my discord server and then somebody talked to me about it later and they're like, yeah, I'd rather you not say things like that. And I was like, why? And they're like, I don't know. It's just like racist. And I was like, I mean, like, I don't know. It doesn't really have history behind it. And I, I didn't mean it in like an actual like racist way. I just meant it in like a joking way. I didn't like, and that doesn't mean you can go around saying the N word because that, that has history behind it. Mayo monkey. I've never like, I just like came up with that like on the spot. I was gonna say I've never heard anybody say that. Yeah, no, before. like there's just, like like I remember one time I called I called somebody in my Discord server a uh, a bleach brigade brigader or something like that. I don't remember, but it was just like it was just funny stuff, and it's just like I'm not being serious. Like I I don't hate white people. Like there are white people out there that right. like do hate me for for no reason, but uh, I think right. like. Race is just stupid in general because everybody like literally the same. Right. We all like bleed the same. We all have the same like organs and stuff. Like everybody's the same. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, like even my perspective about you, just like off of your music that I had heard, was like, and, and like off of your Instagram, it was like, oh, Timothy doesn't like white people. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think like. <laughs> A lot of people could assume that based on my music, and I like um, I've had some experiences with white people that would made me like, oh my gosh, y'all are so annoying. <laughs> but like, I have like a lot. I have a I have a good amount of white friends that are like super dope, and it's like I don't hate white people, you know. Like, they some of them are cool. Right. The the racist ones, yeah, I hate the ones that try to like talk down to me because of how I am, how I choose to express myself and my race. They're ignorant, like. Like, it was like, right. somebody was like, what would you do if somebody called you the N-word on the street? Like some random guy. I'd be like, I'd laugh in their face because it's like, you're so ignorant. Like, it's like, why do you need to bring other people down? And even even then, you're trying to use, right. you're trying to use a word that has history against me. Like, I, I mean, words don't usually like hurt me. Like, like if, if, if somebody was just like, oh, da-da-da-da-da, I'd be like, okay, what else? Like, like they're always, mm. they always come for things that like aren't about your personality. Like, I remember... I, I got into arguments with people that I'm not friends with anymore. Like I talk about in this May, they'd come for my music and not me as a person. Cause they know I'm not a bad person. They, they have to come for my art. They have to find something that they can like right. attack. But like, it's like, even then I'm like, you're just helping me. You're giving me feedback. You're going to help me become a better artist. So it's like. Right. I, I think this is what you're saying. Like racism itself is kind of reductive. Like, like when people attack you with that, like, it's like, they, it's because they don't have anything real it's to attack like, what you are about. You doing? <laughs> like, come yeah. on. It's just crazy because, like, living in sort of a, almost a bubble, especially like in this time, it's like 
it's like even what you were talking about, like with the lynching, it's like I don't like to imagine that it happens, mm-hmm. right? Like I, like I couldn't imagine some like I couldn't imagine somebody doing that. But like just like the fact that it happens is is like I don't know. I'm not sure. Like it it, it makes me kind of uh yeah no i definitely like when that happened i was like this shit still happens like i thought we were this i thought we weren't doing yeah exactly like it was getting better but i guess it's not like and like i remember i was thinking about it the other day like i remember this one dude's dad would always give me dirty looks and i thought he was just like a mean guy but then i realized like when i got older i was like oh he was racist there there were no end ifs or buts about it he was just racist Hmm. And and like, I'm not sure like how much you want to talk about this, but like, it's like not an experience. Like, like I'm sure I'm sure like you you think about this, you've thought about this, but like it's not an experience like I have. Like I'm I've never had to like question like like does this person not like me or is this person being rude to me mm-hmm. because of my race? Yeah. Well, actually, like, what's your what's your perspective on the reality of that from like your your kind oh, of on the rea- reality of what specifically? How, how often are you, I guess, questioning the way people are treating you just because Very of your often. race? Because, Very often. Yeah, that. Yeah, because like it, in your song, is it is it dismay? Yeah, like when people hit you up, like, is it just like? Do you ever wonder if just like people are trying to take advantage of you or whatever? Yeah, no, I, I've seen it. I've seen it where people try to like exploit me and take advantage. And I'm like, I'm not ans- like I answer all my DMs, but I'm not answering that one. And if I do it, right, right, right. like in a condescending manner, because I know what you're trying to do. Have you ever had people come at you to try to be managers of you? Um, no, not yet. I, I think I had like. I had. I saw, I've talked to like, I talked to a label that's based in Georgia. And then I talked to uh, some other person about theirs. And like, I was just like, I don't know. Like they just didn't work out, but I was like, they didn't work out for a reason. Like I'm not, I don't think I'm, I think I'm going to try to stay independent unless I get like a great deal where I get all creative control. But like, usually that doesn't happen because the music industry is like right. horrible. Right, but you're not gonna get like 360. Do you what do you mean? The the classic one is like let let me uh, let me get like an accurate definition of this so I don't like sound like I'm making something up. But like a 360 deal is like a business relationship uh, where the company provides to uh, agrees to provide financial and other support for the artist, uh, and it's and it's through advances, uh, marketing, promotion, and touring. So it's like they control all of your like they get a percentage out of everything you do. Mm-hmm. Like, like you, you don't make, like you don't make a hundred percent of money from your merch. You don't make a hundred percent of money from your touring. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I can do something like that, especially if I had a big fan base. Like I remember Kanye showed his, uh, like, uh, his, uh, record. Did. Oh, his yeah, and apparently it was showing like, if he, uh, if he, what he, if he did a show, a huge show and got $2 million, he'd only make 500,000 from it. And like, I remember, right. I remember a lot of people were like under the comments of that being like, Kanye, nobody wants to read all this. And it's like, that's exactly the point. The labels do not want you to read all yeah. of it. They do not. Like, that's why you get lawyers to mm. read it for you. Like, I don't know how you could make that problem any better without just like fixing like law generally, because like it's like, like 
when you when you got your Mac, like you had to you had to do some sh- like you had to like press the agree button on something at some point, yeah. right? Like, and you didn't read all that. Yeah, no, There's of no course way. not. Nobody wants to read all that. Who has time for that? I'm trying to just create. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have a lawyer come over to your house uh, and check your FL Studio like license agreement. Right. Like nobody nobody has time for that. Right. It's just crazy because like if. I, I think it's just like the music industry. I mean, it's definitely a lot of industries, but like the one I'm most familiar with is like the music industry. <laughs> but it's like people get taken advantage of in the music industry. It's like the selection of people is like small enough that get get taken advantage of that like the industry itself just like can get away with it, right? Yeah. Because like it's like it's like oh, this handful of people who are famous got taken advantage of, and like the 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 weird thing is like you'll see some people who are like. Like boohoo, they're rich, whatever. Yeah, no, I hate people that are like that. It's like rich or not, they are human beings. Yeah, yeah. What do you do outside of skating, outside of music, outside of drawing? Uh, sleep. Sleep. Yeah, I sleep. I sleep a lot. I like. I like movies. I like movies a lot. Oh man, did we talk about? Yeah, we talked about A twenty four films. Um. Man, have you seen Uncut Gems? Yes. Oh my gosh, that movie is crazy. Oh my gosh, I watched that. Okay, I watched that when Quicksand was at like seven thousand. No, three thousand streams. I remember. I remember. I watched that when Quicksand was at three thousand streams on Spotify. You woke up. It was three hundred thousand. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. But yeah, I remember watching it. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so stressful. They did such a great job. Um. Yeah, that ending, man. It made me mad, but it was necessary. It was so good. Yeah, no, it was so necessary though. Cause like, spoiler alert for anybody listening to this right now, but like, <laughs> he like, the way he, uh, like if he would have not been killed, it would have just kept going on. The, the cycle would have just- kept Right, going. right. Like he, it, somebody had to end it. I don't know why they did, like did it the way they did it, but I don't know. Well, because they were trapped in like that little room and yeah. he was making fun of them and stuff. Yeah, that's true. And they had all that jewelry in front of them. Didn't he kill his brother too? No, nah, that wasn't their brother though. Oh, okay. That was some like other dude. They're like from the same like ethnic community maybe. Yeah. But I'm not sure. Yeah. It's been a while since I watched that movie. That movie is crazy though. Have you seen The Lighthouse? Yes, I have. That movie is very interesting. <laughs> you ever want to be in a movie since you're a theater kid? Since you're an ex-theater I'm... kid? Yeah, yeah, no, I'd love to be in a movie. Like, I, I feel like I'd go hard in a movie, if I'm being quite honest with you. Like... Timoth- Timothy, Timothy Bright in Uncut Gems too. You're the main <laughs> character. That'd be so great. I hope I don't die, though. <laughs> That'd be tough. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to think about the type of movie that you'd be in. Maybe it'd be like a weird like period piece, like almost like the profile pictures that you have on things. Like maybe it'd be like one of those types of era movies. Yeah, no, if I wanted to, if I was in a, if I was in a movie, I'd want to be in like a, a movie that's filmed the way mid-90s was filmed because like the way it looks like grainy and cool, like same with Atlanta. I like the way Atlanta looks because it's grainy, but it looks like high quality. Just be because it's, you're talking about Atlanta, the show? Yeah. It might just be shot on film, but I'm not sure what, what they actually do with it. Did you finish season two of Atlanta? Yeah. I'm rewatching it right now. 
I'm so excited to see what season three brings to the table. I was like, oh, Donald Glover's making a show. This will be really cool. Like, he did 30 Rock, whatever. Yeah. Um, Atlanta, if, if, if anybody who's listening hasn't watched it, it's really worth watching. <laughs> that show... That show is crazy, and I like shows. I like shows and movies that don't treat the viewer like they're. Stupid. Yeah, no, like um, I was I'm rewatching it actually, like right now, um, right, right. and uh, I'm I'm watching the episode where that one guy is like exploiting Paperboy and being like, oh, he's so bad, and like posting on his YouTube channel and stuff like that, and it, oh, it yeah, just yeah, shows yeah. how people like take advantage of like rappers and singers for money and like. Right. While it's right. bringing in more views for the rapper and the person making fun of them, it's just like unproductive. It's stupid. Yeah, cause, yeah, because in that episode he's talking about like it benefits you and it benefits yeah. me for him to for him to be doing that. I'm interested to see if like this, like what we've recorded this time, if this is going to be enough cut up to fill up the podcast. Me too. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't <laughs> fail last minute. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it so much. Yeah, of course. This is crazy. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Denzel song? Mm-hmm. Album. Album. 32 Zell pl- slash Planet Shroom. That was the original version of Planet Zell. Yes. And I loved that version so much. And then he changed it. And like, I mean, I get it because I changed my music too. But I miss the old right. version so much. And I wish he would put that one on Spotify because both versions are good. But I don't know. Um, I just like the original so much better. Right. Uh, I, but yeah. It's crazy. I remember when the original came out. And, and that was when it was like the era of like Vine. So there was like the people doing, yeah. there was people doing the weird cup. Uh, the Oh, it was the bottle flip. To, yeah, the ultimate. Yeah. It was a different time. That's so funny because that's the first song that Denzel got popular from. Yeah, um, I think um, what was my favorite song on that EP? It was, I, I don't know how to say the name. Vader Kush too. Oh yeah, that one goes crazy. It was B W O I I. That song is good. Like I remember the first time I ever recorded anything, I I um, I used that flow that he used on that song, and like I have to find it because I was fourteen, but it was on this app <laughs> called Rap Chat, and it's so funny. <laughs> do you think like he's your primary inspiration for doing what you do? Yeah, like, excuse me, I haven't been, like, super, like, up to date with him recently, like, um, how I should be, I guess you could say, but, like, he's always just been, like, a huge influence, you know? Yeah, you heard Unlocked, though? Yes, oh, my God, and the music video for it that they did is so... Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it was... What's your favorite track off Unlocked? I haven't listened to it enough times to tell you. I think I've listened to it, like, two or three times. I watched the video twice. I think we're gonna have different opinions, but like I'm gonna send you this one anyways, because I think I think it's crazy that Denzel came out with this song. Like, it's I've never heard him do anything similar to that. Felt very MF Doom inspired. Right, track seven. Yeah, no, just the whole thing in general too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's one of the things that like I think, and, and I'm interested actually to hear your opinion on this, like. Doom does it well. Like Doom tries to make like a co- cohesive like story with his album, but like, are you interested in doing the whole like interlude game? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd be down to do that. Like eventually, I okay. don't know when, but like, I'm right. not gonna at all. That'd be fun. 
Right. So so your your new EP is just like pure music. Yeah, yeah. No. Um there's like one like clip from something that I have at the end of something. It's like from a um it's like from this uh what is it? It's from this so one of the guys in the mid nineties, his name is Nakel Smith, he goes out with his friends and has this thing called Day with the Homies. Yeah. And I sampled, and I didn't sample it, but I just put it at the end. I put something from one of their videos at the end of um, one of the songs on there. So it sounds really dope. It's so hard to remember, like, what I asked you this interview and what I asked you in the one before. Do you watch any YouTubers? Yeah, I do. What do you watch? A little bit. But not, like, vloggers. Like, not, not like, yeah. not like that stuff. Let me, let me, let me, I have one. He might be on the podcast, actually. Really? Uh, yeah, uh, his name is Sisyphus55. Who is that? What does he do? He does, like, uh, like, philosophy YouTube videos, but, like, they got these crazy animations. What YouTubers do you watch? Um, I watch, uh, Corey Kenshin, Dashi, uh, I don't know. I don't really watch you well like usually when i use youtube i use it as background noise and for samples uh favorite right. person to get samples from is probably sideways sam he has a lot of good stuff let me see who else oh gas no breaks that's no breaks. that's who else interesting i have to check these people out yeah you, should, you, should like, you, you haven't seen all gas no breaks i know you'll yeah, like all gas stuff. No breaks, though. um see i like bandstand i like any like youtube channel that shows like the samples and uh uh like they, whenever they show samples in a uh like a in albums and stuff, I, because this yeah no I can't wait till yeah. for like people to be like songs that Timothy Brett has sampled and interpolated like that's gonna be so cool. <laughs> All gas no brakes. That's by far the craziest one. I'm actually I'm not sure about your sense of humor. This might be this might have appealed to your old sense of humor. Yes. Let me see. Bro, they got some. He's got some crazy videos. I've he, seen just, this person before. Yeah. It's him It's him meeting weird, like, really, <laughs> like, not just weird people, but, like, unhinged yeah, people. Yeah, no, he's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen this, I've seen this person before. Like, uh, have you seen, um, <laughs> I, I'm not sure if you've, do you want to watch one right now? I'm down. All right. This one... Actually, are you are you a good Christian man? I'm not sure if I can show no. you. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have to ask. You know, it's never. Yeah, no, of course. I respect that. I'm not gonna ruin your chances of going. There. <laughs> <laughs> this one video will come back Bro. to haunt me forever. <laughs> are you watching? Hey, where is it? Oh, did I? Where did I send that? Bro, I hope I didn't just send that in some. Oh, in Discord. It okay. Yeah, AVN. Oh shit, it's age restricted. Hold on, let me pull it up on actual YouTube. <laughs> so awkward. Oh my gosh, that girl. This is in Vegas. Yeah, this is in Vegas. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. But I'm not sure if this is your sense of humor. Just like no, no, shit. I love shit like this, bro. It's so funny and like awkward and it's just it feels like the office but in real life yeah it, that's the thing that i'm like oh this is real life like there are people like this 
that's crazy. I feel bad for the dude that was on all fours though. Like the way he, the, and I like the way that the guy holding the mic held it to his mouth whenever he kissed the floor. So the smooches were just so like there. I, I don't know. Uh, man. I, I gotta find one more clip. The, I'm, I'm sorry that this is the way the conversation went, but oh, no, I had to. I, I'm loving it. This one. At that time in particular. Oh. I've seen her before. I saw her on TikTok. Okay. I've never seen a furry with dreads before. <laughs> now you have. I can say that I've seen a furry with dreads. This is awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. My brain is like on on 2% right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. I think I might have to go skating a little bit. Okay. Well, I still need to find a good way to end. Because <laughs> clearly, like, that's not a good way. <laughs> Talking about furries with dreads. <laughs> what's a good... What's something I haven't mentioned? I don't know. There are infinite possibilities. There are infinite possibilities. I have no clue. When do you think you're going to die? Um, if I... Try to expose the music industry for what it is early. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna die early. I, I honestly think I'll die yeah. before fifty. <laughs> yeah, because you said when I die, I hope it's super early. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you like, did say that. Yeah, no, because I don't want to be old and I like. I mean, looks like everything, <laughs> but like old people are kind of gross. I don't want to. But well, nah, I'm black. A lot of black people, like my grandma, she's like seventy something. She looks like she's like late 40s early 50s and it's outrageous <laughs> so you still trying to live to 70 no um i'll probably die before I'd like 40 or 50 to be qu quite honest <laughs> from what mr bright um either either somebody's gonna kill me or i'm gonna fall off of something i'm really clumsy so the timothy bright hit arc <laughs> you watch anime? No, I do not. I, I watch I watch Sailor Moon and One Punch Man, but only the first season of One Punch Man because the second season wasn't good. Yeah, One Punch Man. I, I mean, I'm not an anime fan, but One Punch Man's good. Um, have you seen Death Note? No. I, I watched the movie for it, though, and that was bad, so that made me not like um, No, 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 no. The movie is bad, but the anime... I, I, hate, I never thought I'd be on the podcast talking about... A good anime because all my friends think I hate anime, but Death Note, watch it. All right, yeah, no, I like the movie Spirited Away and Ponyo, though. Those movies go hard. Like, I like anime. Okay, Ghibli. Mm. Mr. Bright, yes, Furries with Dreads. Thanks so much for talking to me. Thanks for having me here for the second time. <laughs> This will this will be the most this will be the most awkward <laughs> this will be the most awkward outro. I might just like cut it so it's like furries with dreadlocks, like and then like <laughs> us us saying goodbye to each perfect. other. Perfect. Thanks for listening. With any questions or comments, feel free to email industryplant at industryplant.co. See you next week when regular episodes resume.